As combines roll, you're piling up more than bushels in storage. There are stacks of data too, and maybe you should consider acting on it sooner. Welcome to Around Farm Progress, a podcast that looks at agriculture issues across the country. I'm Willie Vogt, your host and editorial director for Farm Progress. Perhaps the data conversation is one you'd rather wait to have until the combine dust settles. Yet that data you're collecting during harvest has value even this fall, especially if you're planning fall fertilizer application and other actions before winter. But what's the easiest way for you to put that data to work sooner? Zach Warden, sales manager at Agrian by TELUS Agriculture, offers some insight. Now, Agrian is a dealer-focused data management platform that can bring in farmer data for trusted advisors to use for creating recommendations. But there's a key to making it more efficient, and Warden discusses the one tool that can help farmers really maximize data. Well, Zach Warden, welcome to Around Farm Progress. Hi, Willie. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. Yeah, I know. You know, we we're connecting here because uh, we're in the midst of harvest. Combines are starting to roll everywhere. Um, people are going nuts um, watching and, and stuff. But they're all going nuts. I think there's a lot of stuff going on. And at the same time, I'm collecting a lot of information when that combine's rolling, right? And, and you you know, you guys came to me with an interesting concept that maybe I shouldn't wait till January to look at my data. What what are you guys thinking about at Telus Agriculture? Definitely. I mean. Harvest data as it's being collected in real time is is important because it's validating everything I did during the season worked, right? Where I put my money, where we put our time, where we put our services, you know, not only field by field, but but acre by acre. It's it's validating that everything that was done throughout that year functioned and worked. And where I spent that money, I I made money. And and the data tells you that directly. You know, there are other ways to justify, you know, what went to the gin. What went to the scale? What went to the elevator? Grower, packer, shipper, whatever market you work in, there's a way to check, but it's very bulk. It's very high level. How do you look at it from a granular perspective? And the data provides those exact insights for you. Okay, but I'm in the crunch of harvest. I mean, I've got to keep track of this guy in the unloader cart, or I've got two trucks I'm working on, and I'm also at the elevator trying to dry grain down. How do I make that simpler for myself? How do you guys look at that? Because it's like the last thing I really think I want to do is start looking at my data. Definitely. Connect your equipment. Telematics, right? Most of the new controllers, and as they continue to to release controllers and and update controllers in the marketplace, telematics is the way to go, Uh, as simple as it sounds. But it goes to a cloud system. It happens in real time. No more fighting with the thumb drives. Upload, download, put it in this spot. It's got to be in this format. It just feeds. So you don't have to fight or worry about it in the actual thick of harvest. And then once harvest is over, you you have you know peace of mind knowing that data is in a, in a spot where you can go access it and, and use it for validation. So one thing that's interesting to me is that beautiful windshield view of the combine is also a window into what really happened this year, right? I can make those notes as I'm running the combine. So when I go back and look at my data, I know what I saw in that field or what, is that what you're thinking too? It could. I mean, the controller is just collecting that information yeah. as, as you're, as you're harvesting, regardless of crop, that data is being processed and, and immediately sent off to a cloud-based system. And, and, you know, uniquely enough, Agrine by Telus Ag, we're pulling that data from the cloud-based system in real time. So as it's happening, all that data is being generated and and becomes available immediately. So you really don't have to notate things throughout the field. You don't have to stop. 
and say, hey, this is what I found. This spot was low. This is what I think happened. Or you can jump backwards and and go look at that data post harvest. Um, you know, obviously prior to January, but but hopefully before what you're perceiving to be fall fertility. Well, that, yeah, because that's the other thing, right? I really, if I'm going to do any variable rate fall fertility, the sooner I can look at that information, the better, right? Exactly. And you and, and your advisor, your agronomist, your trusted partner on farm can help put together a recommendation to leverage that data. So you can use it as re yield removal or use it as a calculation with other, you know, lab data or soil samples that are collected, uh, you know, on that field. There's so many other items that you can use yield data for other than just validation. Validation is the simplest and, and what makes you feel the best about it, right? What we did worked, here's why. But it's the follow along that that is obviously super important. It's the it's the good data in, great data out. I want to use this to create a variable rate fertility recommendation or to prompt soil sampling in certain areas. Or I want to use this to compare to years yield in the past and even do something like make a seeding recommendation for next year. Where do I put seed in the most productive ground to make the most money in my areas of the field that are going to yield the most? That makes sense. And it, and it is easier to do, but it also means maybe you want to have a trusted advisor, a consultant or somebody who can kind of look over your shoulder at that information, maybe send those recs because they are. The cool thing is, I, as soon as I walk out of a field with that drive out of the field with that combine, the data is already available to my advisor on how that at least the variability maps and the high spots and the low spots for that soybean meal. Obviously you want to look at the yield maps in greater detail later, but I could immediately start producing a fertilizer prescription for that field if I'm your advisor and then kick it to your applicator the same, almost the same day. I don't want to put that much pressure on advisors. <laughs> they may want a couple of days, but the other side of it is it can be done pretty quickly, right? And the nice thing is, is that it can be done quickly because of the technology. Because yeah. the data flows quickly and enables them to have a better, faster, seamless workflow that they can get that rec out and they don't have to, again, download it, drive out, you know, drive out to the applicator and, and deliver it. Right. You can send it back through that telematics or through a work order through some of the integrations we have with, you know, Deer's Ag Logic, Raven's Ag Sync. You can yeah. get that stuff out quickly, even to people that are in high, high crunch time. Right. Growers are, are running mad during harvest. And the advisor retailer is running mad during fall fertility, right? Uh, if they're doing some of those custom application services. So we're helping with some of those workflows to be able to make those those seasons uh, as, as, as least stressful as possible, even though we know they're stressful times. Right. And Agri, in your system, you work with a lot of dealers. I mean, talk us about Agri in a little bit and tell us what 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 is your business model and how are you working with farmers? Absolutely. So Agrin by Telus Agriculture. Telus Agriculture is a global company that has brought together a dozen brands uh, under one umbrella as we are bringing them together to have one unified global platform to help end-to-end -end consumer outcomes. Agrin being a, a steeple of that on the agronomic FMIS and compliance part of the technology stack really is unique because it aggregates data from so many different providers in the marketplace. You have your, your soil samples in one spot, you've got your machine data in another system, you look at imagery in another source and you, you check weather every once in a while. That's like five different spots you're gonna be going to do right. all that stuff in, right? So how do we bring that all into one workflow and have them talk to each other? 
I'm doing these things because of all these reasons, and they're all justifiable in one spot in one system. So we mainly work with the advisor, agronomist, retail partners as they service the grower customer best. We don't like to go direct to grower. We want to help empower the advisor to work best with their grower. So if you're a grower listening, as you are, you know, a, a, a favorited listener of this podcast, I advise you to, you know, talk with your your advisor, your local retailer, whoever you get agronomic services or advice from to use a agronomic system, any kind, right? Get off of the pen and paper. And even if it is an agri and it's something to better you and they can better manage you through data workflows. I may not know I'm working with Agrian because I think you have some contracts with you're white labeled, I think, in some places. Is that true? Exactly. That's exactly right. We have a number of very large, medium, and small customers that that use Agrian. You may not even know, right? So if you do get the chance to talk to your your trusted advisor about the technology stack they use to better service, you might find they're already using Agrian. And again, if if they're not using anything, maybe prompt that conversation of Have you taken a look at these sorts of things? Um, and, and and they would definitely be willing to help better serve you. Yeah, I know that there's when you look at it, only about. 30 to 40 percent of har- harvested acres have yield monitor data acquired. I mean, that's some of the data that's in the marketplace. But we're leaving money on the table, aren't we, if we're not pulling this information in and starting to match it with my fertilizer use? I mean, do you find that the advisors have to move that conversation down the road and that telematics, which really has come on strong in about the last four years, to be honest, in any real good level, has kind of changed that conversation? Absolutely. You know, the transparency of, of exactly as you put it was was money left on the table. You can actually see the return on investment that the data provides as it just seamlessly, seamlessly comes in. Um, and the data availability makes that so simple. So I can say, hey, where are my where are my most productive areas? Let's highlight that with seed or, or, or additional chemical for or where are my least productive areas? How do I get these soils to my most productive ground? And how do we get this field and elevate this field? What the problem has been historically in the digital agriculture space is that things have been per acre, per recommendation written. There's subscription fees for all those or or per anything pricing fees, not subscription fees. And that has deferred or 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 deterred, excuse me, people from wanting to put everything in a system uh, to be able to manage it digitally. So we've kind of broken that wall down and broken that barrier down and gone with subscription all you can eat pricing. We want every acre to be digitized and and you can show and prove that ROI on every acre you service, you know, for your grower. So you can continue to work with that grower, expand on that grower's acreage, or even go, you know, work with new potential growers through your usage of technology. That makes sense. And obviously uh, a platform like Agrian, you got to be, you got to play well with others. So you can pull data from Climate Field View or, um, John Deere Operations Center, uh, uh, people like that, or AGI system or anything like that? Exactly. Yeah. So we have, you know, awesome integrations with my John Deere's Operations Center, Climate Field View, Raven Slingshot. We pull weather information through DTN. We have satellite imagery through the Sentinel system. We bring in the Sergo uh-huh. layers from the USDA and many on, right? We also understand, you know, proprietary file formats from controllers. So if you still don't have telematics, it's not a cutoff. It's not a, hey, we don't accept this, right? We understand their file formats if they're manually uploaded to us. We process it based on their specifications, raster it, and you can then use it to do something cool with. Or generic file types, shape files, you know, XMLs, uh, CSVs, anything tabbed eliminated. And the biggest is the integrations we have with all the labs through MODIS. So dozens of labs throughout North America, South America that we work with today 
um, that can put the lab data back into your account for you after the sample's been pulled, it's been processed, and it's back to Agrian for you. You get a notification, you go write a fertility rec, you get it out to the field as fast as possible. Do you find more and more farmers? I mean, obviously there's a quid pro quo. I subscribe to this, so I want to share my data to get the most value out of it. Uh, more farmers open to that idea because there was a lot of trepidation about sharing my data or even letting it off my farm. But the other side of it is it's kind of worthless if it just sits on your farm, isn't it? I agree. I think that the big, uh, you know, abrasion to sharing data has always been what is going on with my data? What are you doing with it? Right. Lack of transparency on that front has made it, you know, uh, uh, you know, made growers not want to share that information across the table. But when advisors prove the value of what they're doing with the data and show transparently this is what's happening, whether or not it's through the tech provider, you know, Agrian, we do not, you know, sell indemnified or, or, or identifiable information, excuse me. We do not aggregate it. We let you use it as yours as you are the owner of it as it's contributed to the account. Um, so, you know, being transparent about that has helped a lot with the sharing perspective. And it goes back to the proof of if it's going to help make me money, I'm willing to share this across the table based on that premise. So you're not aggregating data at all? Not from a sales perspective, wow. no. From a marketing perspective, we can say, hey, we've been able to process so many files or so many acres worth of data. Yeah. Um, but from a sales perspective, no. Okay. So that, I mean, that's, there's some debate about whether the value of aggregated data for future decision-making AI and machine learning may have value. But in your case, from the retailer standpoint, maintaining that silo of that farmer's data is more important. Absolutely. Again, you are the owner of the data as you contribute it to the agrarian ecosystem. Okay, that's interesting. So getting back to this, I mean, I think a lot of times, you know, I've done my fair share of stories with farmers who use telemetry. Um, and there are so many that don't. I mean, obviously today, if you buy a new tractor, you get five years of JD Link in base. If you buy a new Case IH tractor or combine, you get five years of AFS Connect in base. Uh, Agco's doing the same thing with Fent One, I think. So suddenly now it's becoming a selling point for the equipment maker to give away. To giveaway is not going to be the right word. I'm going to get a call. But anyway, to sell, <laughs> to include in the price of that equipment, tele telematics. I mean, that's an interesting driver. That just opens up a whole new door for guys who haven't thought about this before. Absolutely. No, as they continue to push those things, you know, it's just like, you know, updates on the phone. It's sometimes simpler to get a new phone that has the updates that'll push old updates to the old phones or new updates to the old phones anymore, right? You know, all of that helps prompt people to move to a new technology stack that they're more confident in as new controllers and new machines roll off the line. It's bigger, better, faster. They want to get some of the older ones out of the field and telematics helps with, hey, this is simpler. This is why you should be moving towards these things. I imagine a world where eventually we have controllers that don't have a spot for a thumb drive anymore, and it's just all sent telematically. I, I, we're probably far off as there's many equipment types. You know, we see it globally, North America, South America, Australia, you know, uh, uh, we, we see them all. Um, and, and especially in Western agriculture, um, you know, no, no controllers on any sprayers. It's just flat rate as it goes through from a crop protection standpoint. We've seen a lot of that change uh, more recently with some cool advancements you know, made from, you know, by companies like uh, Encero's Ag Otter, you know, Raven's got some some stake and as well as as deer. Um, we're seeing more and more of it from a validation point, but it's not quite there yet. But I, I, I do envision the world going that way. That's interesting, too, because I just think uh, it 
it will the only challenge you you're not going to get rid of the thumb drive because the internet's not reliable in the country or we'll see how that goes but the other side of it is these systems all pretty much store the data till they find a connection and when they find a connection they lose they move it to the cloud i think that's how that works now for a while it mm-hmm. didn't but i think it does now so that's cool so if i'm a, if i'm a farmer and i've got a say i've got a couple of machines that that have pick your favorite uh, telemetry system um what do I need to know to know how to do this? I mean, that's the question. How do I? There may be a training thing I need to know as I'm looking at this. What What, what do you? How do, How do you get that story across? Absolutely. I mean, like like all all things that you purchase brand new off the lot, you know, there's a manual and there's a little bit of a learning curve, right? Uh, I I would obviously prompt you to work with your local machine uh, machinery dealer, yeah. or, you know, wherever your rep may be. That's the simplest. But uh, if you're like me and you're on the fly and you don't have time to call a support center there's so much documentation youtube videos i use yeah. youtube to fix anything that happens uh, at home uh <laughs> you know using that kind of a resource because there are so many more people out there like us than than what we think right we have we have guys you know that are that are doing things on you know social media through instagram youtube tiktok things like that where they're exposing that farming side of the same struggles they're dealing with and what you might realize is that your neighbor county to county, state to state is also dealing with those things. So getting to use those kind of odd and in resources to to help through those. And then it's like riding a bike. Once you're trained on it once, you've got somebody at your location, you've got somebody within your organization that knows how to function with those things and you set it up and the data's flowing. Yeah, and I think the benefit too is understanding that diagnostics is simpler with remote data display access and all the other tools. And then on the machine side, those machines with telematics, do send machine data to a central place. And if you turn it on and allow your dealer to look at it, he can warn you when things are about to fail. So there's a there's an ROI on the back end on just running the machine. And then you're talking to me about the ROI on the front end of turning data that machine has collected over to sharing it with your trusted advisor so they can make decisions like variable rate maps or um, maybe planting plans or seeding plans. The other thing is it's so important to have that as planted map tied into the yield layer of the yield map. And, you know, that, and so it's, it's important that no matter what you do, if the more data you can bring in, the better you're going to be on decision-making. Um, is the Gagrian seeing more farmers with telemetry? I mean, is that, that how they're, they're learning this? Absolutely. We're seeing it every, you know, more and more every day as data, you know, has driven the value through the system. And and you bring up a good point. I I do talk a lot about the data that the machine collects based on, you know, agronomic or based on, you know, you know, actual harvest, but also the aside data of, you know, fuel consumption, idle time, all the other things that come in that we're, we're finding nowadays is moving towards what is kind of the carbon and sustainability metrics. Are you farming what people would deem sustainably or or those that could apply for you know carbon credits, right? That data is very, very valuable for the justification of what people deem as sustainable farming. People have different definitions of sustainability, right? Agrins is farm profitably, farm safely, and with that you can sustain success either year over year or for the entirety of a, of a single season, right? Um, but that data has become more and more important and it's become very simple to collect versus how, you know, it was kind of an estimation or a calculation done before. 
Yeah, and it's going to be more important going forward. But the other side of it, I think of that machine data as a management tool. Should I be running at 1500 RPM instead of 2000 RPM? Can I get the same performance out of the machine? Why is Jimmy using more fuel than Fred is using? Those kinds of things. And we've talked about that and also trips and idle time. Idle time is my favorite story. And you can learn a lot about who's actually working when you look at your idle time numbers. But Or understand your efficiency because there's a lot of folks that run equipment and think, oh, I'm like 80% efficient with my sprayer. And then they look at their idle times and telemetry and they're like, that baby's sitting 50% of the time. What's going on? And it's all about managing your tending and your logistics and your agri and, and any retailer can help a farmer understand those tending issues so that they can maybe go back and even look at data together and say, hey, what can we do here? You know, can we, do you need to buy a tending truck? You know, there's investments that can be made to make very expensive equipment work harder. Well, Zach Warden with TELUS Agriculture and Agri, and great to talk to you today on Around Farm Progress. You take care, have a safe harvest season, and uh, have a good day. Thanks again for having us, Will. You guys have a good one. Thanks to Zach Warden at Agri and by TELUS Agriculture for his insights today. Make the most of your data for 2023. And if you've been toying with adding a system that can transfer equipment data to the cloud without the need for thumb drives, it's possible on legacy equipment and perhaps Warden's Insights offer you some help in figuring the payback. Newer machines come standard with these tools, but older machines can be upgraded with aftermarket tools for collecting information on the go. It's worth checking out. To make sure you don't miss an episode of this podcast, be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and more. And if you have a smart speaker, all you have to do is tell it to listen to Around to Farm Progress, and you'll hear the latest episode. Farm Progress is the nation's leading agriculture information source with 17 state and regional brands, as well as Farm Futures, Beef, National Hog Farmer, and Feedstuffs, and our events, including the Farm Progress Show, Husker Harvest Days, the New York Farm Show, and the Farm Futures Summit. Join us next week as we continue our agriculture journey around the country. I'm Willie Vogt, Editorial Director at Farm Progress. Thanks for listening.